Hello Waterloo Road fans, what a week it has been. <laughs> Out of nowhere, the BBC is bringing back Waterloo Road. Hopefully you've had a chance to listen to the emergency podcast we did yesterday. Uh, I hope you have. It was great to record that and great to uh, have some fun talking about what Waterloo Road uh, can be going forward. Um, but for now, we've got another episode to talk about. And before we get going, I would like to tell you about the Patreon page. Patreon is, as I've said before, a subscription service where you can subscribe to get extra content from us, uh, including uh, our extended versions of our interviews, our reviews of uh, Britannia High, another school-based drama, our Waterloo Road Awards. The second half of Series 4 of the awards will be up uh, this week, so that will be something to uh, look forward to. All you have to do to subscribe is go to patreon.com slash Pod. Now, I would like to shout out our existing Patreon subscribers. So thank you to Matthew Kumar, to Waterloo Road 37, to Evan Francis, to Tom Percival, to Rachel, a dedicated listener to every episode, to Emily Berry, to Hannah Louise, who would like to shout out NHS Mental Health Services, to Claudia Graham, and to Georgia Leah, aka The Avocado Bath, on both Instagram and TikTok. Thank you to all of you for your support as Waterloo Road marches on into its bright new future. Thank you very much for your support. And if you would like to join that list of Patreon shoutouts, all you need to do is go to patreon.com slash pod. And now without any further ado, let's get on with this week's podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everything From Nothing, the Waterloo Road podcast. I am your host and super fan, Tom Beasley, joined as ever by the always ready and always willing, Luke Stevenson. Uh, what are we saying that I'm always ready and always willing for? Um, recording podcasts about defining British TV shows of the late noughties. No, that's not true. <laughs> I don't think there's anything I'm always ready and willing for. <laughs> Watching cricket, but the people around me just spend so much time trying to stop me doing yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. In, uh, in, in fact, this very recording is literally doing you, that. You, you, you <laughs> had your head in front of the cricket that I was watching. <laughs> I just want to say about cricket. <laughs> but here I am, here you again. Are. And I need a time period update. This episode is in desperate need of a time period update. <laughs> I, it took me a while, but I think I figured out that the last episode we watched was on a Friday. Right. This episode is the Monday afterwards. Oh, really? So it's a much shorter period of time. Yes. Than because normal. it what doesn't it, because it's all trying to make sense of why Kim is no longer speaking to Max. Like, if you have mm. something to say, it feels like that would they wouldn't have waited a week to address that elephant in the room. No, especially as they have a tense management meeting every morning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it feels like it goes from on the Friday this happened on the weekend yes because then I, I also had questions about how helen went from sobbing at a vomiting house party to in bed with max yeah. if that was the same night but then the weekend gives it a yeah we've really missed a chunk of that storyline haven't we yeah but like obviously the, suggest- the suggestion and the evidence has always been that those two have hooked up before yes and that's how helen got the job and so max was then angry at the kim situation and then went back to Helen, who would be... A booty call, as a, I believe the, willing, kids, the kids once said. A willing participant. I don't think it's a booty call if it's 
um, only one person doing the boot calling and one person is emotionally investing, invested in it. I, I, I don't I need think... to get my anger out of my relationship situation out and you're in love with me, so yeah. let's go do that. I don't think a booty call is always an equal arrangement. We're, we're so unqualified to talk about <laughs> no, this. No, yeah. <laughs> That's just... I've, I've been in a relationship with the same person since I was 18. <laughs> I feel like, let's take a one-month break from the podcast and let's just go do some mad <laughs> And then... <laughs> <laughs> in in the wreckage of our lives that follows, <laughs> we'll be able to talk about some of the topics. Yeah. We'll that be comes far more informed. This. Yeah, let's talk about. Yeah, <laughs> we'll really improve our Waterloo Road podcast. Yeah. Um, so yes, as we've alluded to, um, we see uh, Helen reassuring herself in the mirror about the upcoming inspection that day. We then see that uh, Max is in her bed, um, and uh, he seems yeah very uninterested as as he uh, gets in the shower and leaves. Uh, we get the song We Are The People by Empire of the Sun, which I remember being quite a big deal at the time. It's got a strange video, and the video played a lot. I just... Series 5 music so far is really lacking for me. <laughs> there are very few episodes where I'm just like, yeah, that was a good song. I've got none of it so far. Yeah. It's a time period thing, though, isn't it? Like, Series 2 was like our sweet spot for music. Yeah, but I felt like... There was like, you know, Noah and the Whale was recently, and yeah, I was like, this yeah. is a golden era of music. And then Sonny was like, oh, actually, no, that was the the reason I know that song so well is because it was the only one that anyone played. <laughs> um, so uh, when they get to the school, the kids have all got uh, photos from the party on their phones. Sam Kelly makes a reference to them being on every phone in Rochdale. I can only assume it was Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Remember sharing photos on Bluetooth? Yes, we talked about this recently, wasn't it? That's when I did my impression <laughs> of the Tractor Boy video. <laughs> yes! Oh, goodness, the Tractor Boy. I feel like that was on a Patreon episode. Was I it? Maybe wrong. To... No, I feel like... Because I've listened to it. I don't listen to any of the Patreons. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, Tractor Boy on Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah, Tractor cause... Boy, the London Underground song. Yeah, because M- MMS messages used to cost a pretty penny, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. They're like 50p a go. That's it. No one had that kind of cash to throw around. That's it. Um, Um, Do you know they still charge for picture messages? Do they? So if you send it as a text message, it'll charge you... Madness. And then you you could just send it on WhatsApp and it's Uh, entirely free. Or, no, you know, other messengers are available. (laughs) Facebook. Yes. Very different. Instagram DMs. (laughs) The world is not broken. (laughs) Yeah, we don't want. We don't want to just. We don't want to just give the name of one company, Tom, because we want fair competition. Yeah, this is fine. This is all fine. <laughs> Capitalism is working. <laughs> Pay for our Patreon. So, um, Josh, who famously does not like football, is playing football alone. <laughs> but then, you know, he passes it to his friend, who I have to say. Has the first touch of a Luke. <laughs> Does he now? Oh, it's a dog's dinner of a first touch, okay. honestly. Um, well, Tom's clearly uh, clearly aware of the standards need to go up because he says that you'll have to do better if you want to play for City. Oh, this is when they were getting the money in as well. This was it, yeah. He really had to do better. Yeah, he would have to do quite a lot of hard work. You basically have to be Phil Foden <laughs> to get into the City team <laughs> as as a local. There's the dodgy, there's the really questionable senior leadership meeting where I do believe Chris embodies the soul of the nation. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> he just sort of goes, great meeting, everyone. 
Can't wait for the next one. <laughs> I do. I quite like Chris because he's a, he's a bit just no nonsense. Yeah, Chris is great. He's very he's very straightforward, yeah. and I think that's what this show always lacks. And if he tried to have a relationship with Tom, it would work because we always <laughs> know that the key to having a relationship with Tom is just being straightforward with him, saying exactly how you feel uh, at all times. Exactly. I do find it odd that kind of like a lot of the teachers are kind of like packaged off into little sections, yeah. and never shall some of them meet. So I don't think I've ever seen Chris have a conversation with Tom. Yes. Um, it's kind of like, there's the staff room teachers. I think I think the concern would be that Chris and Tom might be too similar and there'd be like a singularity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the um, the bit from the end of uh, Annihilation. Yes. Which is a great sci-fi movie on Netflix. I won't spoil for you, but yeah. there's like this great like merging and symmetry yeah, thing yeah. that happens at the end, which is both horrifying <laughs> and beautiful. Definitely. Um, so Helen is very worried about her inspection. She's being sick in the bathrooms. Um, she's talking about worrying about letting Max down, and, and Ruby reassures her to stop worrying about that. You can do it, etc., etc. Rather than say she was nervous, she goes, "Must have had a dodgy prawn." That sounds that's grosser to me than vomiting <laughs> through nerves. It's like, oh, you're gonna say you have like chronic food poisoning? Yeah, because like food poisoning is both ends. <laughs> So just say you were sick with nerves. As someone yeah. who used to be sick every day before school with nerves, I never used to blame it on dodgy prawns. <laughs> like, you really need to change your prawn supply. Huh? <laughs> um, so uh, Chris goes and sort of talks to Rachel about the meeting. Uh, she admits that she's told Kim about Max being married and then says that he came to her house and pushed her. Um, and, and Chris then fires up Jack River style. Yeah. Yeah, Rachel says, Max came round and during those few minutes, things were tough at home. <laughs> um, but yes, Chris... That's wa- not to diminish the seriousness of the intimidation that she felt. No. But it is to still play on that dreadful bit of dialogue from <laughs> series three. So yes, Chris wants to go and put Max straight, but she says no. We get a song called No You Didn't, No You Don't, which is by your favourites, the Cortinas. Okay, the Cortinas only have one song. <laughs> No, they don't. They have two. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the other one. Okay, cool. Um, so we learn that uh, Luke has been saving up to uh, treat Siobhan to pizza because he's a wholesome dude and we love him. Uh-huh. So he's being adorable, uh, but she like blows him off because, uh, and not in the way he wants. She goes, they have to buy the pizza. <laughs> because... Because Amy wants to go shopping or something. It's really odd, like, it's very odd. They clearly have had this date on an anniversary. Mm. And then Amy, after the fact, has said they want to go shopping. And then she's gone, my hands are tied. Amy has said this. And then she immediately goes and tells Amy off on it. Yeah. Like, this episode seems to be a lot of, like, you know, <laughs> these are not all my chickens coming home to roost <laughs> for Amy. But, yeah. like, a lot of, like, Sean just seems to just snap over the small things rather than all the big, yeah. you know. You look, I can stand for a little bit of emotional abuse, lying and torment, Raimi, but I will draw the line <laughs> at being told I can't have a pizza date with my boyfriend who can't act well. <laughs> um, so there'd been some talk in the meeting about something to mark the end of term. And so Max has gone and made a poster for a talent show. Because... And somewhere, Matt Wilding is getting secondhand stressed. <laughs> See, hear that? It just, it's that sound of a mid-season finale episode <laughs> approaching. It's like we both, as soon as they said that, we were like, oh, yeah, yeah. When was the last end of the series run that didn't 
build towards a performance. Yeah. So so series four ended with the choir performance, and the mid series was the, the boxing. boxing. Series three mid season. What was the mid season one? Because the was, end was the spelling bee. Was the end suddenly last summer? Yes, it was the choir. Yes, the, the and, school play, and then it ended and with it, spelling. Yeah, competitive spelling competition. The end of series two was the last time it was. And that was a stabbing because that was a literal murder. <laughs> Oh, this show. This show. <laughs> um, so, uh, the staff room are kind of gossiping about Kim and Max, and she overhears, and she does this big announcement that they're no longer together. So, yeah, that's all going on. Uh, Amy and Siobhan have noticed that there's something going on with Helen. She's nervous about something, and they find out she's being inspected. So, Amy tries to get 50 quid out of her in exchange for making the class behave during the inspection. She only gets 20 quid, which feels like... She, she, she should only, you know, do it for the first half. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'll do it for precisely two-fifths of this lesson. <laughs> so, Grantley goes and looks at the sign-up sheet for the talent show. Somehow, 50 people have already signed up for this talent show. And there's already auditions. Yeah. Literally, three hours after the idea is conceived, they're doing auditions. <laughs> And then, like, and then the people go, well, these auditions are very under-rehearsed. Of course, they've been in classes. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really bizarre. Um, so uh, Amy really goes the extra mile for this 20 quid. Not only does she get the rest of the class to behave, she's sort of subcontracting. She's really cutting into her profit margins. Exactly. It's, she's and it's, playing the long game, though, isn't she? Because she wants more money later. Yeah, soon enough, soon enough Rachel will be into privatiser. <laughs> But she really goes the extra mile. She even performs being slightly disruptive yeah. so that Helen can, like, tell her off slightly yeah. and show her disciplining ability. Yeah, but I, I just can't... Like, would two kids earning a tenner convince every child in the class to behave? Yeah. It's just like, what, what's the benefit for them? Yeah. It's like, because if they're always, always scrotes, I don't go, oh, but Amy's earning a tenner out of this. It's yeah, like, I think the suggestion... Is that Amy is like intimidating enough, but we've not really seen she's that. She's not from intimidating, her. she's just a cow. Yeah. <laughs> like she's not Michaela. No, exactly. Yeah. Or even Lindsay, who has shown a capacity for incredible violence yeah. and inspiring soldiers. <laughs> yeah. You're like, a- a- Amy has not led an army into battle in no, her life. No, she hasn't. <laughs> Lindsay very much has. Um, so, yeah, the inspector's very pleased with Helen. Um, Helen's very happy about this. Uh, we see Tom reading up on video games for Josh. Um, he probably now knows more about video games than I do. Um, we get Steph bringing up Maxine, which is very nice, talking about how when Maxine was like upset about something, they would like have a girly night together. And Tom yeah. says, well, I don't think that will work with me and Josh. Uh, and then she goes, yeah, do something boyish. It's like, yeah, video games are for everybody, I have <laughs> yeah. to say. Uh, yeah, that's obvious. Yes. But like, stereotypical, like, if he likes video games... You don't put down that... You're taking an active interest in something that he already likes. Yeah. He then puts that down to go, football or mud pie, you say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he ultimately settles on going to look at some vegetables. <laughs> this this makes me such a terrible person. But when Tom said, I'm going to take him to an old Clarkson family haunt, I thought, the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> There's one already marked up for Rose. <laughs> so these are all the uh, the women I've been involved with since I met your mother. 
And also, big divergence, Tom is having his meal deals made by Rose. Yes, I, I have so many thoughts. So... <laughs> But the brilliant thing is, he hasn't got her to just package up a lunch. He's got her to mimic a meal deal. Oh, yeah. It's in the plastic <laughs> casing. He's got, like, they've got branded drinks. Yeah. He's, he's got her to literally just package up a meal deal. But it's, it's one of those things that the show went through the effort of making Tom ask Rose to make them lunch. Yeah. But then still just did the old Tom Clarkson <laughs> meal deal anyway. Yeah. And he still picked a disaster. <laughs> Cheese and onion pickle. Ugh. Oh dear. I hope they got paid by Fanta. That's all I'm saying. It's the BBC. <laughs> they did not. Incorruptible. <laughs> Even by the Coca-Cola company. <laughs> the only person Coca uh, corrupted by the Coca-Cola company is me. Um, and then also, I know that Tom is his father, but they've known each other for a very short period of time. And there is quite a patchy record of teachers taking children out of the school over break times. <laughs> and no one seems to bat an eyelid. They, this teacher just walks up to one of the kids and just goes, Oi, you, we're going out. <laughs> and everyone's like, that seems fine. Yeah, can you just take a kid out of school at lunch, even if you are their parent? Yeah, and I don't think it's recognised in like law or anything. No. Yeah, so... Um, so, but before all this, we get a brief chat between Joe and Tom. I want more Joe. I've missed her since that brief Steph storyline. Yeah, she just wasn't in last week's episode, no. was she? Um, so she tells Tom that the head of English at John Foster's didn't particularly rate Helen either, and that she's very much a Max project. So uh, yeah, there's, there's another brief thing with Siobhan not being keen on being part of Amy's scheming anymore, because she's now trying to get £50 per week out of Helen. To kind of keep the arrangement going, but she's been told no. It's only one class. That's just not a cost-effective investment strategy. No, no. Um, so uh, Grantley and Ruby have been handed the the role of judging the uh, auditions for the talent show because they don't have a performing arts teacher anymore. <laughs> yeah, because they only had one and they got rid of him. <laughs> He's off performing with the uh, coach of vocal adrenaline. Yes, the evil man. <laughs> yeah. Toffee, 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 man. Yes. I was really, really worried that we'd have to watch Philip's Never Phil comedy again. <laughs> Never Phil. <laughs> yeah, it really seemed that they were going towards that, didn't yeah. they? Um, but yeah, so Grantley has like subcontracted his judging <laughs> to uh, to Roz and, uh, and Philip. There's a lot of um, subcontracting in this, isn't there? It? Is. There is. It's like this week they go, what are we going to do this week? We're going to separate the workers from the means of production. <laughs> yes. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Um, so Ruby eventually allows them to, to judge uh, along with her and Grantley. Um, we'll, we'll get back to the auditions. Uh, so Lindsay is, for the whole episode, she's been sort of trying to reconcile with Roz, who was clearly her friend prior to all the girl gang stuff. Because um, they refer to, like, Amy and Siobhan as, like, her sort of year 10 cheering squad. So then we get Tom and Josh bonding at the allotment. So Tom has taken Josh to his granddad's old allotment. Who's looking after the allotment now? Yeah, there's no suggestion that Tom pays it any attention. No. But... It seems to be fine. Yeah. The shed seems to be relatively modern. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was very confused by that. Um, so Josh is like ogling a woman. And Tom goes, yeah, you're definitely a Clarkson. <laughs> Again, my thought was, if he's definitely a Clarkson, that girl needs to run for her life. <laughs> there are lots of sharp objects around. <laughs> An accident could befall her at any time. Um, so he talks about like wanting Josh to meet his family members... 
Josh again makes another football comment. He's like, Josh oh, doesn't like football. Yeah. And then Tom makes a thing about, oh, I had a cousin who played reserves for Wigan Athletic. And, and Josh nods like and laughs like he knows. Why are we pretending Josh cares about football? Because he's a he's a boy. He's a boy, and he's a Clarkson boy. He's a Clarkson boy. He likes boobs, allotments, bikinis. I love that word. <laughs> <laughs> Always nice to go through Tom's greatest hits. <laughs> that was Gareth Southgate and Destiny. <laughs> They're like big boobies and they don't want the Euro. Simple as that. <laughs> um, so, the auditions. Uh, the auditions are happening. And Waterloo Road does a lot of like comedy montages. Usually they're really inappropriate. Yeah. But this one actually merits being a comedy montage. Yeah. And it's not unfunny. It's, well, it's not funny. <laughs> no, no. I very, very carefully chose my words there. <laughs> it's not unfunny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the bit I liked was when so they've been dismissing all of these terrible people and then the kid comes up with the bongos and Gratley doesn't even let him play <laughs> Gratley's like no yeah. I know it's meant to be a joke but is Gratley asking if Michaela can play gangster rap on a flute a bit racist um, I think it's more classist <laughs> yeah either way it's just not nice it's is not it? nice no it's just, it's just reducing Michaela to what to whichever stereotype he's choosing at that yeah. moment he's going Michaela can obviously only do gangster rap yeah this this girl cannot play a classical yeah. instrument um so we mentioned a few minutes ago the school musical suddenly yeah. last summer of which <laughs> Danielle and Alicia <laughs> I'm glad you're with me on this I have notes about this so Alicia at least we know can sing and sing well Yes, she was the lead until Mika was miscast. <laughs> she had top billing, if you remember. Yeah. Um, but here, Alicia's not using her God-given vocal talent. Her and Danielle are doing this dreadful dance performance, which is dreadful because they've only had a maximum of three hours to rehearse it. And that's if they skipped all of if their they lessons. they skipped all of their lessons. And they just, they dance for like a second. Yeah. They all tumble to the ground. Yeah. It's like, you can sing, Alicia. We know this. <sighs> we know it. Um, but Grant Lee gets a chance to deliver a doozy of a line. He gets to say, has anyone got a pen or pencil? Anything I can lobotomise myself with. <laughs> Which I thought was very good and very Grant Lee. Yeah. But then again, uh, this this thing ends with... I like with... Philip also hands him a pencil. <laughs> yeah, it would be funny if Philip wasn't a pervert. Uh, <laughs> they all look mesmerised when Michaela plays what I can only describe as two horrendous sounding notes. Yeah. I like it's, I I don't know what it's supposed I, to sound I, like. I don't know what it's supposed to sound like. It sounds <laughs> awful. No, I, I think it gets like it sounds fine. It, it, I I could tell that it was supposed to be good. Yeah, <laughs> but from a musical standpoint, it's not much worse than the guy who did the balloon animal and wrapped it around his head. <laughs> like in the sense that he managed to blow up a balloon and tie it up, put it around his head. Yeah. Michaela managed to play some notes. Yeah, yeah. But suddenly Michaela is, you know, this savant of classical music. Yeah. Um, interesting to see if anything comes of that. I don't know if it will. Um, so we see Kim going into her office, and I paid careful attention to see if Hall was still written on her door, and it is. It is, okay. which pleasantly surprised me, continuity-wise. Well, they're very. It was Friday night. <laughs> True. Monday morning. What they've done is they've 
there's a piece of paper over the outside of the door. Okay. So you can't see it if you're outside, but you can see it from, from in the yeah. office. Um, she finds that Max has left his divorce papers on her desk, which feels like a psycho move. It does. It's absolutely a psycho <laughs> move. I feel like I feel like bringing back the name fully erect Max. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm put my divorce papers on a desk. Yeah, that'll bring her back to me. Um, so she goes to talk to him about it. He tries to like sweet talk her, and it works, which is the worst thing. Kim is better than this. She's so much better than this. Series one, Kim would come in and punch series five Kim in the face. She would. Um, but yeah, he says that he loves her and that he's going through with the with the split and that they're they're going to be all good. So Grantley makes a comment uh, about how Helen might have got her job the old-fashioned way. I don't think. I don't think it is the old-fashioned way. I, I suppose it's a reference to the oldest profession, isn't it? Yeah, possibly. I don't know if it's necessarily old-fashioned. No, but, but. The, I, I guess it's just a reference to, to, to that term. It doesn't work, I think it's my <laughs> point. Um, so uh, Amy has gone to Rachel uh, with with uh, what, what has happened with the money. Helen denies the accusations. Rachel... Suspends Helen and then unsuspends her. <laughs> she says, "My hands are tied," and then Max unties them. <laughs> yeah. Um, it... So you're not suspended, she says, as long as you don't teach any children. You can do some marking. You can sit in your room and do marking. It feels like a suspension. Yeah. But then later on, she's covering. I don't. She doesn't even get to like do what Jasmine did and like lounge around eating cereal or watching daytime TV. Exactly. And... Jasmine's funnily shaped living room. Yes. <laughs> I, I still sit awake at night thinking about that sometimes. Um, uh, so, we get... Um, it's all, it's a strange scene. The storyline is very much to just get Helen out of the way. Yeah. Storyline. Um, so, uh, Siobhan and Amy continue their little spat. Siobhan would rather work with Steph in the French class than with Amy. Yeah, I don't mind Siobhan wanting to destroy, to destroy Amy. My my position on the destruction of Amy yes. has is, is well documented. Yes. Um, I just don't understand where this has come from at all. She's like, you stop me having like I can, you know. She just I, really wanted that pizza. <laughs> yeah, she really wanted it, and you know, all the emotional abuse of other people was fine, but now it's like you yeah. deny me a pizza, and I'm coming for you. She just really wanted Luke's pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> so childish. <laughs> Look, it's, it's it's my level. I'm not gonna pretend it's not my level because it is. I'm not gonna pretend to be better than that because I'm not. Um, so uh, Ruby goes and t- tattles. I think the American kids would say to Max about uh, what Grantley had said. Ruby existed to have a breakdown one week and then just defend Max unquestionably. All she ever does, all she speaks about outside of that is just. Max is great. Yeah. Max believes in people. And there's a whole thing as well. Like in the last episode, we didn't talk about this. When Helen needs a new top, mm. Ruby gives her a sweater. Is like, oh, it's cashmere. And so she's still playing the like hoity-toity. I've got lots of money, middle class yeah. role. Even though we know that's not what's happening, she's essentially existing with nothing. Yeah. And they're living at her husband's parents' house still. I think she's fueled by her devotion to Max, which is just weird. Yeah. I mean, he seems to have some charm for some people. Um, so Max then goes and tells Chris. He goes and tries to hatch an evil plan with Chris, yeah. and Chris is having none of it. Grubby deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
It's interesting because Max still thinks Chris is broadly in his team. Yeah. And really, Chris is fully Team Rachel at this point. Just because you look alike doesn't make you friends. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then Max goes again, excuse the expression, he goes fully erect again in this scene. Because <laughs> I think he ends it with, I'll have to deal with her myself. Yeah, he does say that. Because like... Chris. Is a, it's a dereliction of duty to not start ringing some bloody huge <laughs> yeah. alarm bells when he says that. Yeah. Especially you, now you, you, Rachel has confided in you that he physically intimidated Yeah, her. yeah. So yeah, Max tells Chris that he wants to get rid of Helen. He, makes, he confesses to Chris that they slept together. Um, Chris is not happy with Max's continued lies. Uh, he, quest- he, makes, he says the thing we're all thinking, which is, you're an executive head with control of multiple schools. Why don't you go and deal with them for a bit? <laughs> is there not someone you could physically intimidate at another school? No. All of his... Like, just imagine, he might have a woman in every school. He might. Given his reputation. He might. And he, he just messed up by putting two in the same place. Yeah. Um, so Chris says all of Max's problems are his own making uh, and that he needs to deal with them himself. So Max then goes and tells Helen that uh, he knows that the story about Amy is completely true and that she did pay her. Um, he says, I'm going to get rid of you from this job. She eventually gets round to reminding him that she has the disc. I was something, wondering when she'd get to that. Something that was not on the previously on. Yeah, yeah. The things this show decides to put on the previously on is just mad. But yeah, like yeah. again, because this show just goes straight over my head. It's like, that when that came back, I was like, ooh, yeah. spicy. I was just, the whole time they were having this conversation, he was like getting one over on her and getting one over on her. I was just, you've got a disc that could ruin his career. <laughs> Mention it, at least. Yeah. And she does. She does eventually. Um, and then he says, Aha, I've got a sinister plan. You have to go and teach PSHE to the year 10s. Like, the thing is, she's not being inspected on this. She's passed her inspection. Just go in and put on a film and leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Max is, can't fire you no. because everyone will know the reason. Yeah, yeah. So in this position, like, she's a panicker. She's, yeah. she's not Machiavelli enough for this school. She's not, she's not. Um... So, uh, yeah, Amy's chickens continue to come home to roost because Lindsay calls her. She sort of goes over to Lindsay and's like, oh, have you seen what's going on with Hopewell? She's trying to, like, blow. Mm. Lindsay calls her a spoiled brat, tells her to grow up, and then goes and talks to Roz. So Yeah. Roz didn't want to be friends with Lindsay again up until the point she saw her emotionally devastate a 14-year-old. <laughs> it's like, that's the Lindsay I know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Lindsay, I'm sorry that, you know, your mum killed your dad and you were sexually abused, but I just can't be friends with you. Oh, wait, no. You've just slam dunked a child. <laughs> Get back into my friend circle. Have I told you about <laughs> Philip? Never Phil. <laughs> he's actually just made his name longer because his name is now Philip Never Phil. In- indeed. Um, That's the problem with the nicknames. Yeah. So, uh, they're talking about the auditions for the show. Ruby wants all the teachers to get involved in the show. That's I can't no. think of a worse idea. Um, they're talking about how Grantley was moved by Michaela's performance, and Grantley says, a delinquent with a flute is still a delinquent. <laughs> <laughs> Which I liked. Um, so, uh, this, this year 10 PSHE class <laughs> is happening. Um, and Amy is immediately horrible to Helen, uh, but the class immediately start turning on Amy, uh, and then Helen is getting more and more emotional, and the class ultimately go and comfort her before she can like start crying, although she then does. Um, I don't think a class of teenagers would have been so nice to Helen. 
No, I don't think so either. I, I think, think it only suits made her but, cry. But maybe I think that a class of teenagers would hate Amy enough mm. to side. I don't think they're legitimately siding with Helen. I think they're just against Amy in this situation. Maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. It's yeah. that, that sort of thing, isn't it? <laughs> and, and then we need, to, we need to make sure when this episode comes out, we get a screenshot of this because someone runs into Tom's class and one of the boys in Tom's class is legitimately a 45-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't say I noticed. He just he's, well, sat on the desk and was like, you, sir, are so old. Um, they wouldn't even let him audition for X Factor. He's that old. <laughs> So uh, Helen then uh, runs to to Rachel and says she wants to quit the school. Uh, She admits to Rachel that she did pay Amy. Um, Rachel goes and challenges Amy on this, says you've behaved awfully. I think that's supposed to be the, like, round-up of Amy's story here. Yeah, she's just friendless now. Yeah, she's just sort of left friendless and alone. Presumably she'll never be seen again. I don't know. I don't know. The the history of people being removed to be friendless and alone. (laughs) She'll start putting underwear in people's bags next. Um, so uh, <laughs> start a career in comedy. Yeah. Amy never aims. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Kim is angry at Steph for telling everyone. Steph defends herself by saying, "To be fair, my big mouth is well documented," <laughs> which it is. Uh, Kim confesses she still loves Max. Steph says, "You need to just be careful and do things on your terms." I, I just I don't want this for Kim. No, it, it's very it's very much, you know, Love Island when someone's just making a bad coupling, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. It really is. Luke has recently started watching Love Island. Well, by the end, by the time this episode comes out, Love Island will have just finished. Yeah. Um, and Hugo all the way, babes. <laughs> this is going to be awful when Hugo says something horrifically offensive. I know. Six weeks into the series. Yeah, exactly. When you... <laughs> and you've got his name tattooed on your arm. <laughs> Yeah. If Hugo's still a king, we'll leave this bit in. If he's if he's not, we'll take this bit out. We'll just really like overdub it. <laughs> Hugo died on the way back to his home yeah. planet. Aaron is a <laughs> that ain't gonna be it. So Rachel uh, on her desk finds the disc from Helen. Um, Rachel on finding a disc just immediately plays it. <laughs> it's before like everything was a virus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, ah, unmarked envelope, unmarked disc, bang. That's going in the drive. Okay, we won't go too into it because you'll cut it all out. <laughs> what do we reckon she's seeing here? Well, it, it's a meme format waiting to happen, isn't it? Yeah. Her reacting to that screen. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, hmm, that, that, that's, that's a definite meme format. Yeah, because all I hope, it's supposed to have happened at a school trip, so it can't be something too fruity, no. but all I hope is that it has a watermark, which is bigbaps.eu. <laughs> yes, it has to. <laughs> bigbaps.eu presents <laughs> no I don't know what it is I think we talked about this when she first revealed the disc yeah it was some kind of thing that happened at a school trip so I can't imagine it was anything too full on but why Why were they filming why would Max Wonder. consent to being filmed knowing he could be blackmailed for it yeah and why would you do it at a school trip So what, and then why was Helen already filming this? yeah so either it's a conceited attempt by Helen to Entrap Max. Yes, which is not above this. Sh- the, this show is no. that make it the fourth time this show has done that storyline <laughs> in this series. But, as, as to my knowledge, I don't know this for a fact, but I think this is Helen's last appearance. Right. So there's going to be no further fallout. 
this the reaction to this from Rachel is that she's supposed to be the good guy, but she's using the fact he is a sex deviant for her own personal gain, yeah. rather than actually safeguarding other teachers. So she knows that he's threatened her. She knows he's had an affair with Kim while he's married to a member of the LEA and that he had uh, an affair with a subordinate which might have led to her getting the job that yeah. she was not suited for. So everything Rachel does here, she uses for her own gain rather yeah. than doing the actual step, which is I need to take this somewhere because... But I did love her calling him revolting and then saying, I'm head of this school. You'll do well to remember that. Beautiful. Yeah, you just go, I'm executive head and I can do what I want. <laughs> which is I, ev- I outrank you. <laughs> which is evidence by the last eight weeks. Um, it's just like the vice president <laughs> kicking the door down and being like, I'm the vice president. Like, and <laughs> So Helen's leaving and then we see that Tom is just playing football with three teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> just really bizarre. And Rose just looks like momentarily sad <laughs> as if she has a character still, but she doesn't. Yeah. I hope the actress is still getting paid the same whack she was getting in the series, so. in the series before. Yeah, definitely. Um, so Siobhan um, says to Amy, I don't want to spend time with you. I'd rather go and have pizza with Luke. When she looks over, the camera's more focused on Clarkson than it is <laughs> Luke. And I, was, and I was like, oh. So the last thing we see is Kim telling Max that uh, she wants to get back together with him as long as he's straight with her and there are no more lies. And he says, of course not. There will be no more lies. Yeah, because, again, like women who marry Boris Johnson, it was just the other women he did it to. He knows that Rachel knows <laughs> that he slept with Helen. Yes. That is information Rachel can give to Kim at any time. <laughs> because Rachel has good evidence of giving information to Kim whenever she wants to. Yes. So why is Max doing this? It's just... it's. He knows that this this will be uncovered... Within minutes, <laughs> the, the arrogance of man. Yeah. I swear to God, I only paid a lot of attention to this scene because I was still focused on the Luke and Siobhan moment when they were like, "We'll get a pizza again soon." It's like, but it's like it's after school. It's like half three. You can go for a pizza now. Yeah. Instead, she's just sort of put some scraps together. Yeah. Here, here are some scraps because obviously we can't go out to eat. It's like why? It's half three in the afternoon. You've all just finished school. <laughs> Suggests that there needs to be some, like, prep. Yeah. <laughs> of course, Helen leaving leaves the English department short-staffed. It does, yeah. I don't know how they're going to survive. <laughs> they, are, they are quite low on English teachers. It's Tom. Well, it's, it's just it, Tom you, and Grantley now, isn't it? It's whether you count Grantley as a teacher. Well, questionably. But yeah, it's just Tom and Grantley. Yeah. Because there's no Andrew, there's no Davina, there's no Jasmine. No, I think they named another teacher earlier on. They ne- there's a Mr. Davis. Yes, because I have in capitals, who's Mr. Davis and how many women has he killed, married, impregnated? <laughs> we don't know what he teaches. Tantalising that. Could be oh, anything. Yeah. What's one of the... There's what? no maths teacher now, now that Eddie's gone, so he can there's, be a maths teacher. There's no history teacher, because that was Jack Rimmer, and he taught one class. Yeah. <laughs> what do they teach in this school? <laughs> Most of the class was just him saying books. <laughs> If I could set that as like a message tone. <laughs> um, so we get the next time trailer. There's Max and Kim drama. There's uh, Lindsay's mom's trial. Michaela's at Lindsay's mom's trial. There's there's a whole. <laughs> there's a they whole... were running at each other Braveheart style. Not yeah, seven weeks the, the, ago. They need to establish a friendship between them very quickly <laughs> to get to the. And I don't, why, why would the kids get signed off at school? Why? I'm going to go witness the murder trial of a girl in my year's mum. Yeah. 
What? It's so weird. And then we get our annual, is Steph going to get the sack plotline? Oh, God, that's back as well. <laughs> Again, I watched this like, yes, I block all of this out. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's where we leave the episode. Um, I thought this one was a bit rubbish. It's just a bit of a nothing episode, wasn't it? Yeah. I think that's it. It's just quite nothingy. Yeah. At one point, I wrote in capitals, Rachel has the P tape. <laughs> it was like it was like it's like that early Trump era yeah, thing. Yeah. Was that there was the Russia had a P tape of Trump that no one released, and now Rachel has the P yeah. tape of Max. In, in any other presidency, we would never have talked about anything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any other presidency would have been defined by the P tape. But, but then again, this is a country that you know we orchestrated us leaving the EU to get away from the pig scenario. Yeah. <laughs> So how, how do we bury the the pig story? We'll leave the EU. <laughs> we have the trial next week, which should be a big dramatic payoff to a big dramatic storyline. Yes, hopefully. And I remember how this plays out. Oh, does it play out? I remember thinking it was good. Whether it will be good 15 years later, I don't know. <laughs> it's not 15 years, don't... It's like 10 years. You don't prefer... You just aged me. <laughs> It's like 11 years. Yeah, I'm sensitive about my age. <laughs> AJ just entered Love Island. Yeah. And this woman just said, yeah, she's quite old and mature, and she's my age. <laughs> yeah, but Love Island does also currently feature a 21-year-old who looks about 38. He was, he was, this bo- <laughs> he was the boy in Tom Clarkson's <laughs> class. Looks and sounds like a 50-year-old man. Yeah. Um... So yeah, so that's where we leave this episode. Um, I think it's Empire of the Sun for the playout song. Unless you want the Cortina's other song. I don't I couldn't even tell you what either of those songs were, Tom. Just do whatever makes you feel happy. Imagine by John Lennon is. No, that doesn't make anyone feel happy.